Welcome to another Books and Culture podcast with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. I'm Stan Guthrie, and today, John, we'll be looking at the Inglewood Review of Books, which we've done in the past, but they have an issue out and lots of interesting stuff in it. Thanks, Dan. Our friends at the Englewood Review of Books continue to do wonderful work, and the issue that I'm holding here, the most recent one I received, which is Eastertide 2014, is a case in point. Last week, you and I were talking about a forthcoming book by J. Richard Middleton, and we talked about his emphasis on what he calls holistic eschatology. Now, I don't know about you, but holistic is one of those words. There are certain words that immediately when I read them or hear them, alarms start going off in my head. And they're almost all words that denote something that is important and true. And yet the way that people deploy them like that word, deploy, often troubles me, and holistic is fairly high in that list of such words for me. But I want to hasten to add that I love the truth. I love the truth that's at the core of it. And I need to think of a better word because I don't want to urge people to read the Inglewood Review of Books because it has such a holistic vision, because that just sounds awful. So often holistic means wishy-washy and not wanting to make crucial distinctions and all that kind of thing. And they're not like that at all. But there's a wonderful wholeness to what they do that I just find greatly encouraging. And as I look on the contents page of this issue, and this happens with just about every issue of the publication, I look at the range of things that they do so that the very first piece is called Rooted Hope for the Church, and it's an interview with three authors who are writing about the influence of the local church. And that's one consistent theme, because this is, as we've talked about before, a very rare publication. It's a review publication that is published by a church, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, outside of Indianapolis. And so they're very, very emphatic about the importance of the local church. And of course, the editor, C. Christopher Smith, is the co-author of that book that you and I did a podcast on a few weeks ago called Slow Church. That's a recurring theme. There is an interview with my old friend John Sweeney talking about a book that he's written on called Inventing Hell, Dante the Bible, and Eternal Torment. And it's not a book that I can entirely agree with, but it's certainly an important subject, and the conversation with John is very helpful. There's a review of Tolkien's translation of Beowulf, which, though it was done almost 100 years ago, has just recently been published. There's an excellent review of Adam Begley's biography of John Updike. There's Tanya Runyon, who's a poet I've mentioned Mm -hmm. on several occasions, and she's had work in books and culture, talking about a poem of hers called Man is Without Excuse. And there are a couple of other poems in the issue. Rachel Marie Stone, who actually reviews the book Slow Church in the issue of Books and Culture that's just going to the printer, our September-October issue. And Rachel, who I first encountered writing for the CT site Hermeneutics, Mm -hmm. 
And she's written for Books and Culture. She's written for CT and other publications. She published her first book with InterVarsity about a year ago. And she also is a contributor to the Englewood Review of Books. And she's just started a new column, which begins in this issue. The range of what they do, the sense that all of this matters. It's all part of the, which we've talked about a lot, about what, what are we trying to do in books and culture. And we're trying to give people a little taste of the many-sidedness of things that we can never grasp. God's always exceeding our grasp. Reality is richer. It's that There is darkness. There is sadness. There is loss. And yet there is always more that is good, and we have a shared hope that ultimately we're in the best of hands. I'm working on a book that Jerry Root and Mark Neal are writing. It's on C.S. Lewis and the imagination. And one of the things that struck is, I guess, the metaphor where you see a sunbeam come down and you trace that beam back up to the source, which is the sun itself. And I can see this sort of happening with books and culture and with the Inglewood Review of Books, where you're getting these little shafts of light from God's creation, and then you're following those shafts right back and learning something about him. That is beautifully said, Stan, and that's exactly what I hope will happen when people read books and culture and, and also the Inglewood Review of Books and Image and comment and a number of other publications. And I would say, as I've said before, if you share this vision, if you share that holistic, not in the wishy-washy sense, (laughs) but in the good sense, if you share that holistic vision, consider subscribing to the Englewood Review of Books. It's a very modest cost, and it's such an inspiring venture. It's something that I hope more churches that are rooted in very different places and their specific emphases would be different and yet equally holistic. I think it's something that we should be thankful for. If the Spirit moves you, consider subscribing too.